JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Put yourself in the mindset of a new couple. Uh, you're celebrating your first wedding anniversary oh. with a day on the beach. Oh, that might be you soon. It might be me next year. It could be something very nice. We might go down to the beach. Um, we won't do what this couple, uh, good morning to Kyla and Tim Chapman, a local couple here who are celebrating their first anniversary Beautiful. by going for a relaxing walk on Kunar Beach. That sounds delightful. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Oh, it absolutely sounds amazing. Where their story gets a bit interesting is where they stumble upon a small piece of rusty metal. Oh, now right. the couple attempted to pick up the rusty metal to make sure no one else got hurt, obviously, but Thoughtful. soon realised it wasn't just anything small. It wasn't just a little piece of metal. Yeah. So the couple kept following, they kept digging, they oh. kept digging, and they found a car. A car. A car buried underneath the sand. What? A car is literally in sand. Fully buried. Get how, this. How did no one notice the car? Well, it was just a bit of metal poking up, so they started dinging. Apparently, it's this couple's thing that they like going for hunting and this sort of stuff. So, so this is their perfect anniversary yeah, well, present. They've gone, oh, look at this. How cool. We get to <laughs> dig. But they've gone. They've made a quick trip home to go get some tools, and they um, just kept digging through, and then they went, well, this... This is incredible, and what they dug up, it turns out that um, that they are pretty pretty versed in this sort of stuff. So Tim yeah. Chapman actually said that he thought it was something that dates back to like the 1920s and that it could have been Whoa. a bunch of people driving along the beach because what's weird is that uh, Kuna Beach is a few hundred kilometres north of the Inskip Point Beach Road, which which has a whole heap of vehicles there apparently. Yeah. Now, it's rare that you'd find a beach there because it's not accessible to vehicles and the road leading to the shore was recently sealed. So, so Kuna Beach really, in theory, wouldn't have any cars on it. Yeah, well, it makes no sense. But get this, um, they got a professional to have a look at it. Um, John Anderson from Harvey Bay Historical Village, he had a look and come up with the fact that it was a 1930s Austin and that the thought is, is there was some sort of grease lightning style racing happening <laughs> along the beach. Johnny Travolta, Olivia Newton-John. They may not. Yes. Have, they might have been there. We don't know. It may we not. know they're old, but not that old, surely. But that's what they think's happened, that they've been going for a cruise along the beach back in the 1930s <laughs> in their brand new Austin. And they just left the car because well, they were too well, busy dancing. The car, <laughs> they got out and started shaking their hand. <laughs> And the car just sucked. No, they must have got trapped and off it went. Oh, Unbelievable. Wow. Very own grease lightning story right here in Bundaberg. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. This guy, an absolute weapon, uh, makes phenomenal coffee there at the journey as well. His name is Matt Grills, and he uh, is. We spoke to him about a year ago about this challenge he was going to kick off. Yeah. He's officially kicked it off. 50 marathons in 50 days. What? Just absolute insanity. He's with us. Mate, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh. So, mate, when did you start this challenge? Uh, so, it kicked off on the 22nd of September. So, uh, today's day seven. Okay. So, wow. so, day seven. Now, what times are you doing these marathons? And have you reached the point where you've gone, oh, mate, I don't know if I'm out of my depth here. Are you feeling okay? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going all right. So I uh, kick off each morning at 3.30 uh, and uh, they take me about oh, four hours, give or take, and then that's on the days that I work. So then come home and have brekkie and into work. And then on days that I'm not working, I'm, I'm doing 50K and that takes a little bit longer. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not too bad. I had a really good one today. Yesterday was a bit tough. I mentally struggled a bit, but uh, today's was, was great. So, yeah, so far so good. 
Yeah, Matt, you are essentially training for next year, running from the westernmost to the easternmost points of the country. It's an incredible feat. I'm curious to know, how on earth do you keep yourself going? You said mentally that sometimes it can be tough. What is it that gets you going every single day and putting the shoes back on? Yeah, I think when you're, when you're driven and you have a goal and, and you want to achieve something so much and it's, it's been a long time coming that, that you're willing to sacrifice and put yourself through what you need to. I've, I've had really great encouragement from friends and from strangers and it's, it's certainly a big challenge, but it's, uh, it's something that I love and obviously I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it, but uh, it's just to the next level. So just continuing to push myself and see how far I can go and how far my body can go and uh, and I love that. I love doing that every day and um, as part of training and also events. Yeah, well, that's what was going to be my next question. Why do you do it? Is there any other reason, anything else that drives you? Is it just to be able to see how far your body can go? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a personal thing. But if, on a bigger scope, I, I, I do like trying to encourage people to, to take up their own challenge, be it big or small. So there's a lot of people that are, have joined along, whether it be uh, I've, I've tried to um, coax a few to take up the vegan challenge and, uh, and try the vegan diet for 50 days or uh, it might be uh, that they're trying to lose a bit of weight or they're trying to run a K a day or just be active each day. So the, the inspiration piece, um, you know, I, I try not to think about it too much but just do my thing, but it, it certainly is an encouragement to me to see other people kicking their goals and, and achieving things as well. It's awesome that you're fostering that, encouraging others to try something out. But I'm curious, you're, the journey is absolutely going gangbusters. You're opening another store, plus you're doing all of this. When do you find the time to sleep, Matt? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's a bit of a problem. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't sleep near as much as I should, and these experts keep telling me I need to sleep more. But, um, yeah, it goes back to that goal thing, you know, like, yes, you have to be smart and try and sleep as much as you can, but with a family and a business and opening a second one and, and running for four or five hours a day. <laughs> There's not a whole lot You're of You're insane. Time. You'll, see him, you'll see him running with his eyes closed. That's when he sneaks yeah. in a few micro-sleeps yeah. on a downhill. Yeah. That's it. That's the, that's the key. Sometimes. Now, mate, in this challenge, how many pairs of shoes and, and like clothing do you think you'll go through? Uh, well, anyone that's seen me out running, I don't wear a lot. So <laughs> nah. that's not too bad. Just a pair of shorts. And, um, and I've been really fortunate. I've got a... A uh, good shoe sponsor on board, uh, Ultra Shoes. So uh, they they throw me some um, shoes whenever I need them. So I've got I usually rotate a couple of pairs. So I've got three pairs on the go at the moment, but that'll certainly be enough to to get me through this challenge. But certainly a few more pairs next year, that's for sure. Yeah, wonderful. Well, day seven only what forty three to go. Not that we're counting. Yeah, yeah, not the way counting, no. But if anyone wants to follow along, uh, my, my social media is Adventures and Activism, and I'm, I'm doing stories on there. Uh, if you want to take up your own little challenge, that would be fantastic. And if you, if you see me on the road, please um, beep, wave, don't run me over. <laughs> um, and if I stagger on the road just in, and you're walking, push me back off the road. <laughs> if you see him with his eyes closed, don't panic. He's well-trained in his micro-sleep running. Yes. That's right. <laughs> All right. Good on you, Mac Grills. Follow that journey yourself. And we'll catch up with you later on in the challenge to see how it's gone. Thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Now, Jules, um, you're on the Instagram. You're actually pretty yes. You're pretty well-versed. You worked as a professional on Instagram. Yeah, so I used to do Facebook and Instagram ads for businesses. You know how the marketing works, how it all goes, but you would come across this as well. Mm. It's um, normally, normally women that do it, um, but we'll put up 
a very raunchy photo oh. with a completely irrelevant quote, like, yeah. like um, yes. dreaming of a holiday and it's just a picture of an ass. Or... Yeah, like it, no, it makes no sense. Like why aren't you showing us a photo of a holiday you want to go on or Maybe. one you've been on before? Maybe. The quote, just be honest with the quote. If you're yep. putting up a photo of your cleavage, go, hey, everyone, look at my cleavage and give me some likes. <laughs> don't I look I great? I need a little confidence boost today. <laughs> yes, just... but you don't want to be that blunt, right? Um, I assume. No, well, some do. So I've, I've been pretty close to unfollowing this person because oh, no. some you don't want to be walking through a shopping centre and there's someone who listens to the show and they go, oh, JB's scrolling through uh, some raunchy oh, no. stuff. But this chick, I know, she puts up a lot of raunchy stuff. She's in underwear. She's mm-hmm. sometimes not in underwear and covers little bits and pieces and whatnot. Right. Artistic. <clears throat> yeah, that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's actually a mine worker. So she works. She's a what? Now? She's a fly in, fly out, works in oh, the mines. Oh, I thought you said mind worker. No, not a mind worker. She's a psychic. She works in the mines. She knows that JB is going to like this photo. She works in the mines. Right. And um, no, I've not liked any of the photos, hence why I'm still married. Um, she, she puts up a lot of raunchy photos when she's obviously in her downtime. And she put up a photo that really confused me. So I'll show you the image. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's up there. It's, yep. It's um, it's, it's something I probably wouldn't put on Instagram. It's very, there's a lot. It's the behind. See. But what it says in the caption is limited spots available this Monday and Tuesday and away from Wednesday to Monday the 4th. Limited what, spots to what would you see th- her. So, so, so what would you think the spots are for? Uh, so I there's mean, a photo is it a private to put it in perspective. Yeah, to put it in perspective for everyone, it's a photo of a rear end in, mm. in a g-string, and mm-hmm. it says limited spots available this Monday to Tuesday. I'm away Wednesday to next week. <laughs> what do you think people are messaging her and booking in? Maybe it's a private dance, something like that. Maybe something yeah. along those lines. Is that, that might what get you people thought too? Well, she's getting lots of messages, yeah. uh, lots of comments on the photo. Yes. I assume she's gotten a few messages. Yes, you can imagine how disappointed all of these people messaging would be. Yeah. When they found out in her downtime, she does a little bit of cleaning. Oh. Imagine that. Oh. I'll come as Maybe in the G Street? <laughs> Old mate's booked her in. Go on, hell yeah. I'm ready for Tuesday. She rocks up. All right, where am I cleaning? Bloody hell, I'll clean the house before you got here. <laughs> Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Love a bit of spending time with family and friends, and that is the message that Queensland Health is pushing to get people vaccinated, enjoy the things that they love so much. We've seen this push for vaccinations really start to intensify over the last month or so, mm. and um, while we've seen the figures actually back it up and there's more and more people getting vaccinated, we're crossing more and more uh, percentages. So to me, it seems like a good thing. Yes, but in saying that, Queensland is lagging behind other states. And I guess the government has rolled up their sleeves and decided, all right, what do we (laughs) need to do? Yes, to get people jabs. So... They have decided over the weekend, uh, the Honourable Dr. Stephen Miles, he's decided to front meet and say, you know what we're going to do, guys? We're going to launch a media campaign on TV, on radio. And this is what they put together. There's so much to love about our life in Queensland. And the best way to protect the things you love and yourself is to get the COVID-19 vaccine. So, for the love of everything, from the front line to the sideline, for travel and for long-awaited arrivals, for the love of love, true, new, and for the love of you, get the COVID-19 vaccine. Isn't that beautiful? It is pretty beautiful. They're sort of bringing out the long lunches, the brunches, time together, family, the reunions, all that sort of side of things. But to be honest, for me... 
it doesn't hit home. I think it needs a bit more localism. All right. So this is what. So you want us to do the local version? Well, I'm thinking we live in Bundaberg, right? The message that's going to get across to Bundaberg to get more people vaccinated in our area is to make it as personal as possible. So. Why don't we recreate the For the Love Of, but in the theme of Bundaberg? Let's set the scene, shall we? For the love of Bundy rum and late night hungry tum. (laughs) Like that? I've come up with a couple during the song. Yeah, what have you got? For the love of driving past works on the old bridge Mm. and getting bit by a midge. Oh, that's me. For the love of the lavender army and a cheeky chicken palmy. You like that? Yeah. You got another? For the love of wetting a line in the Burnett River and to damaging your liver. <laughs> All right, last one. For the love of no more mobile check-ins. And Rona, to get in the bin, get the COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. You can, people are calling now. We've done it, Jules. Get out the popcorn. It's the Triple M Forum post of the week. Oh, we love awarding this. This is where we gather up our favourite Facebook community groups. You know them, you love them, you have a chuckle at them, you get the popcorn out at them, and we award our favourite one. Can I just start off by saying, looking at these pages, there's some there's some lunatics in this town, and I love it. <laughs> as long as you're not posted there and yeah. classed as one of them. Well, the Bundy Forum post of the week this week will go to a bloke who recently put on a fantastic event. Nice. His name is Ryan. He put on Big Dad, Big Dad Out. Oh, awesome. Uh, Big, Big Dad Out. Well, he did a post on Bundy uh, Bundaberg Forum Uncensored yep. on the hunt for Croc Cinderella. Croc Cinderella? Croc Cinderella. What so, on earth is that? Well, what's the tale of Cinderella? Is that she's at the ball looking beautiful. The prince falls in love with her. She runs yes. away. She and loses leaves, the shoe. Loses the shoe. And then he goes around trying to fit the shoe to mm. find the love of his life. Well, mm-hmm. this has happened right here in Bundaberg, according to this post, when Ryan actually found next to his wheelie bin, the post says this. <laughs> You just know it was a big day when you go out past your bins on a Monday morning and find a discarded croc, like the shoe croc, not a crocodile. I thought you were talking about the animal. He said, would there be a croc Cinderella? (laughs) This seemed to be discarded in haste, like someone stumbled out of a cab. By the look of the tracks around the dirt, I would assume it happened around 12.30am Sunday morning. Oh, who is my Croc Cinderella? Well, I do know that uh, Stephen Bennett, uh, the MP, he wears crocs. Loves, loves Crocs. Right. Recent okay. aficionado. Would he leave one behind? Maybe we'll get our hands on this Croc and we'll go around. I hate feet, though. because I, so I, I hate want, Crocs. I don't want to do this. I hate, I hate the whole thing. But <laughs> maybe if we get the Croc, we can try it on. If it fits your foot, big dad out, you found the love of your life. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. It takes out our Bundy Forum Post of the Week. It's now time to have a look back over 110 years of real Bundaberg news. JB and Jules Bundaberg in print. Taking you back over 100 years of Bundy news. We were gifted this exceptional book. We flicked through every single week these real news stories reported by the news mail over 110 years. And each week we take it in turns to pick a news story 
We give each other the headline only, and the other person has to guess what the story is. There's unbelievable stories like woman exposes shin back in the day when <laughs> women couldn't show legs. Ooh and, la la. Oh, it's, ooh, it yeah, was she, controversial. She, she was a raunchy one, that one. But some of these stories will knock your socks off. Jules, it's your turn to bring us a story. You're going to give me a headline. I'm going to try guess what the story is. I'm then going to work along with all of our listeners to try and figure out what year the story's from. Your story is cow challenges mare. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, cow the cow challenges, challenges the mare. Well, um, back in the 1950s, we had a mare that was having some struggles in terms of making the right decisions, um, to which someone actually put forward a cow in the next election. Um, in that election, the cow got extremely close to actually defeating the human to become the mayor of Bundaberg. However, was just edged out, and so we didn't make history. Uh, so the mayor eventually won, only just by. Was it a clever cow? Or was it an incompetent mayor? Uh, a combination of both. So it's pretty smart cow. It could do th- It could sit. It could. It could follow points. Um, but the mayor was also not quite a uh, full quid. I wish that was the story. <laughs> That's not the real story. Unfortunately, it was not. Surprise, oh. surprise. What did happen on Saturday evening, Mayor Old Bernard McLean was greeted at the entrance of the Queen's Theatre by a stray cow. It took up a defiant attitude, bellowed loudly, apparently challenging Old McLean to produce his pound keeper. The unrehearsed incident was enjoyed by the Chief's Magistrate as well as by other onlookers. So the- <laughs> So the mayor, the, the old McLean, the mayor's tried to go to the cinemas and a cow and a rogue cow has stopped him at the door. I hate when that happens <laughs> every time. Would you guess what year that is from? Oh, mate, it's got to be back in the day of what well, we're using grids, so pre-fences. I'm going to say 1936. Oh, 1930. Oh, pretty That's good. That's pretty damn good. Pretty good. I'll give myself a little tick for that one for sure. Well, Bundaberg in print returns next week. Oh, God, I'd love to see Mayor Jack try to get into <laughs> the Moncrief. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.